Hello, my name is Janice B. Gordon. This is Scale Your Sales Podcast. Welcome to the Scale Your Sales Podcast, listed number nine of 42 best podcasts for every sales professional in 2021. I am Janice B. Gordon, the customer growth expert, recommended by LinkedIn as one of 15 innovative sales influencers to follow in 2021. In today's episode of Scale Your Sales podcast, I speak to Timothy Hughes. Now, I interviewed Tim in episode one. He started um, the Scale Your Sales podcast and more or less exactly to the day, it's our third year anniversary. So it was wonderful to have Tim on again, talking about the second edition of his book. Tim Hughes is universally recognized as the number one social seller. As a world-leading pioneer and exponent of social selling, he is currently ranked as number one by Onalytica and he's the most influential social selling person in the world. So it's wonderful to have him on. In 2021, LinkedIn said he was one of the top eight sales experts globally to follow. He's also co-founder and CEO of DLA Ignite and co-author of the best-selling book, Social Selling Techniques to Influence Buyers and Changemakers and Smarketing, How to Achieve Competitive Advantage Through Blended Sales and Marketing, both of which are published by Cogent Page. Now, in this episode, we talked about the second edition, what has changed. And wow, there has so much that has changed, not only in the world with the war in Ukraine, with the passing of the, the pandemic, so much has changed. And he talked a lot about what it takes to become a digital company and all uh, enterprising companies need to move in that direction. He gave lots of examples and has many more examples in the second edition of companies that have actually tread that path and, and seen the results of it. Also talking about the three things that every sales professional and sales leader needs to do to ensure that they have a great digital profile, that they command their space and create great content as well. So this, so I know you're going to really enjoy it. So thank you for joining us for the third anniversary edition. And thank you to Timothy Hughes as well. So you must get his second edition of the book, Social Selling. Welcome to Scale Yourselves podcast, Tim. It's an absolute pleasure having you on again. I'm so excited. We talked, was it a year ago? No, it, prior to the pandemic, we went out, right. we had a drink. and We did, yes. Yeah. I, I must say thank you because you were podcast number one number and one. we're up to like 160 or 65. So this is my third year anniversary, almost to the date when you started it all. So thank you so much. Third year. That's amazing. Yeah. And Janice, you know, I want to say, and for all the people out there listening, and I'm sure that they'll, they'll agree with me, you put so much effort into this. 
Mm. You know, I see so many people that say, I'm going to start a podcast and they don't. And you do it and you put the hours in and you get the guests and you get some great guests um, and you put the effort in and it's and it's fantastic. And and you sh- and the results are, are there to be seen. So well done. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I want to talk about the second edition of yes. the revised edition of yeah, there, there you go. Right. The yellow cover. The yellow cover. I've got the first one and I know that, you know, you're just launching the second one. So people have to go back to episode number one where we talk about the edition one. So let's talk about what are the changes, why you decided to revise the book. And I know that it's a number one bestseller. It's in multiple uh, countries. It's done so well. So why not just ride on the wave? Why revise it? It's interesting you ask that. It still sells. I wrote it in 2015, it came out in 2016, um, and it still sells, but it needed updating. There's been so many things have changed. You know, back in 2016, the use of social was fairly immature. And and even though I wrote we had customers, we didn't have customers. And I started DLA Ignite, um, my company with Adam Gray, back in 2016. And we've been together now for, this is our seventh year. And there's so many things that we've done and so many experiences that what I wanted to do was update the text and update so, so people get an updated view about what social selling and being digital today is all about. And there's so many things, you know, COVID happened in 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 those in those two years. And we went from being something that was quite niche to suddenly suddenly everyone's going, I need to sit at home and be able to sell. How do I do that? So so in June, COVID, the book sales just went back up again. It was amazing. I've been through the whole of the book. I took two weeks off before Christmas um, 2022. And I went through the whole of the book, updating the text. Um, I also have written an additional 30% more. um, And then I also went out to 15 practitioners and said, you're using social at the moment. Explain, can you write me something? So we've got um, contributions by the forwards by Mark Schaefer. Um, we've got contributions from customers like Cyberhawk, uh, Telstra, Ring Central, Namos, who are a, an Oracle reseller. I've got people like Daniel Guzman, Anita Vaselli uh, from Ericsson, Robert uh, Turl, who's a headhunter, uh, Adam Gray, who's my business partner, um, Eric Doyle, who's one of our partners. Um, all of those people taken parts out of the book or t- t- said, in, the, in my book, it says this, can you write something practical? about what you're doing so practical about how you're building community using podcasts and live streaming what does a digital organization look like what does practical use of employee advocacy look like what does a practical um with anita it's about a a practical application of a digital business in ericsson and robert tell for example he's a headhunter so he's he's written about what you need to do to get a job in using social and it's not what most people think which is put their cv online so so we've now gone from 187 pages to over 300 for for me i'm really proud of it we've completely updated it transformed it it's the social selling for for 2023 really that's incredible because normally when people issue a second edition it's because you know there's a few things that have got a bit old there's you know they kind of like teeter around the edges at this this is like a wholesale change. You have your methodology, which is core to social selling for, for practitioners, but you've added 
all of the different practitioners as well to really bring it to life and you know more or less doubled the size size of the book so it's like i'm gonna have to trade this in yeah well it's a it's a yeah i I probably need to do a trade-in yeah um (laughs) yeah i really wanted to i really so much has happened in the last six years and i talk about some of the things which are now well for me is kind of every day but for some organization is quite advanced you know most people don't actually use social as ability to sell where they should be you know we've just been through um one of the biggest transformations in 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 the world's history and, and mankind's history in the move to digital just like the transformation that people went through during the industrial age but people are still cold calling and doing analog things you know i look out over linkedin and you see these successful organizations and these people don't understand how to walk digital corridors and have digital conversations. And that's one of the things I talk about in the book. It's a criticality now to be able to do that, to understand. You know, most people are just scared of actually doing anything on social media. We know our, we, you know, all, everybody, you know, Salesforce, HubSpot, um, um, McKinsey, also say that the world is transformed to digital. They all say that the the, um, uh, the the buyer is on digital. You talk to any buyer, they say, oh, yeah, of course I go online and I research stuff. It's it's a normal thing. We do it ourselves. But we haven't actually made that transformation from our analog world, which is what we're doing, we're doing now, and then talking and, and going into the, the, the digital world. So one of the things that we talk about, I, I talk about in the book, is about having this, this, this there's a digital twin situation now where we have, there's there's us here in the analog world, but we also have there's us in the digital world. And what I mean by that is who we are on LinkedIn, who we are on Twitter, who we are on any, any form of, of, of digital platform. And the thing is, is what we're able to do now is is do so much. So, for example, um, when I first started in sales, there was always a, a magazine, you know, the the trade magazine for the area you're in. And you would go through it every month. It would come out. And if you had a story in it, it would be great. And if the competition had a story in it, you you were depressed for the whole day. How did they unearth do that? Now, what we're able to do is we're able to define that ourselves. We're able to define the narrative. So in the past, we may have used PR companies. Now we can do that ourselves with digital. So one of the questions that we ask businesses, who is the leading technical, technical and commercial influencer in your marketplace? Because you can start, anybody can start a podcast. The fact that I have just sh- proves the point. Anybody can do it. Um, and and the thing is, is that, you know, what you do when you set up a live stream or a podcast is you start defining the narrative. The whole, one of the things about your podcast, Janice, is you're defining the narrative around a particular um, uh, niche around sales. You know, if, if you're a business and you sell... Um, you're in oil and gas or you're in IT, you can actually start defining this now. You can actually start setting the agenda. And we're seeing this, you know, um, there's a company in um, in Aberdeen called um, OGV Energy. And what they've done is that they've, in effect, taken what was their, their magazine and, they've, and they're now running it as a live stream. Their com- competition are going ballistic because of the fact that here they are, they're the people that have taken, they're the people that step forward. OGV Energy t- taking a step forward. They're the people that are creating the narrative. And they're creating this, this, this anchor in the energy market and saying, this is what energy is about. And, and the competition are, are, are desperately trying to catch up. 
And this is what people can do now with with digital. You know, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. It doesn't matter how big your organization is. In fact, you know, this is a classic David and Goliath. You know, as a small business, you can actually set up a live stream and you say, this is what this business is about. And you get your suppliers, you get your customers on, you, you know, talk about different things. And you are the person then that's actually driving that narrative. And, and, the, and everybody else has to catch up. There's so much opportunity in digital. And, you know, businesses have got to catch up. So you've talked about quite, you've talked about a lot, and I want to pick up on, on a few things. So why is it, why do you think it is that there's such a lag, a resistance um, of sellers to really understand that their buyers are already on digital? And even though you've mentioned there's a fear, there's this resistance why do you think that two years on, because we talked about this three years ago, two years on, there is still so many individual professional sellers that are relying on analog skills? Um, I, I think first and foremost is that there's a lot of organisations that want to go back to where we were before and we're not going back. It's like, you know, you've walked through a door and the door's closed behind you and there's no handle or anything. You can't go back. Um, and all of these things like the great resignation and the great reset, it's just proof of that. It's not just about our, you know, our attitudes have changed and, and our ability to be on digital has changed as well. And an expectation. What, why are people not doing that? I don't know. I think it's because there's an, you know, if you take the average sales leader, he may or she may have been in um, business for 20 years and, they, and there's a toolbox, the classic toolbox, which they reach into the toolbox and 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 get out the the tools that they've used for the last 20 years and the answer to that will be cold calling well you need to make more calls well you know i'm on in sales reddit groups and the view is if you're not making a thousand calls and using an auto dialer you won't make any um you won't make any headway with cold calling and and, and linkedin say you know cold calling now has a 98 percent failure rate so you know if you're sending email again the fact that pe people can can report you for spamming. Um, there was a, a person on Reddit who was basically saying, if you're not build, if you're not building various things because you get reported for spam, spam. If you're sending out emails, what happens is you just get you, you just get reported for spam. And, you know, it technically it just isn't feasible. So you, you, there's a whole thing that you need to be doing in terms of carrying on with that stuff. But the thing is, is that people don't understand that there is um, other people. You know, social selling isn't new. You know, we've 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 been teaching people to social sell for six years now. You know, we have people that are completely outselling the competition. I have customers complaining to me about how much pipeline they've got, and they can't and they can't basically sort them out of pipeline. We have one customer that actually they're selling so much it impacts on the supply chain. Now. We also have a whole bunch of people, uh, you know, and but we also talk to the average salesperson. They haven't got any pipeline because the the old, you know, come on, let's be honest. The old ways are dead. You know, we can we can dance around and say, oh yeah, you know, someone said recently uh, to us, oh yeah, we're getting um, we're getting a six percent return from cold calling, so it's a ninety four percent failure rate. Do, do you not think that there's a more efficient, effective way of of um uh actually doing this stuff uh, and 
I, I just think that, that people are putting their fingers in his. I get salespeople coming to me, begging me to teach them to do social selling. And I'm saying, I can't. You're, you know, I, for a start, you know, I, I have to earn money somehow. Yeah. You need to get, you need to get your people. You know, I, I, so, so I can be in a situation where I have a, I, I, there's a, there's a sales enablement company where I went to the sales leader and the sales leader says, our team do not need to know how to social sell. I have the salespeople begging me for social selling skills it, on this, you know, LinkedIn conversations on DMs. Where, and, and, and I'm saying to the salesperson, you need to talk to this person because he says you don't need the skills. And, 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 you know, I think, you know, what I try with the book is the book is about trying to enable people to, to form a discussion and to get people to, to, to realize that this isn't something new. This isn't something about the future. This is the, well, in effect, it's the, you know, it's, you know, um, part, you know, part one is the past. You know, you know, we we've moved on, but the fact that I've changed so much of the the uh, uh, the wording in that, we have moved on so much. You know, in terms of you know, digital dominance is another thing that we we I talk about in the book. It's about how you um, how you as a business um, can just own the narrative, not just about using live stream, but by by just you people going online, connecting to people having conversations with people and <coughs> excuse me putting out content that people are interested in content that in that in, incites and engage and entertains people because that's what people are looking for they're not looking for brochures hmm. and what you're able to do as a business is completely own the narrative of that so cyberhawk are a great example of how the c-suite c-suite are, are the people that are online the CMO, the COO, the CRO, the CE, CEO, the CIO, and the CFO are all socially active. They're all using in social in different ways. The CIO, for example, is connecting with other CIOs to say, what systems have you got? I'm really interested. We're a growing business. I'm looking to, for your advice. The CFO is connecting with people and because they're looking for funding. So he's looking for and connecting with VCs. So this isn't just about selling anymore. This is about having a digital business and running it. And, and Chris Fleming gives me a great, the CEO gives a great quote about what for him a digital business is. Um, and this is, you know, as I say, this is not some future state. This is now, you know, Cyberhawk are completely outselling their competition. They've got into massive accounts that a small business could never, ever get in. They've got, you know, contracts that they never would have dreamed about. And their VC is basically selling, saying that they're going to IPO faster, quicker for a higher value because of the fact that they're doing this stuff in digital. So Why how, wouldn't how do does it? that work with an organisation uh, like this? Is it, you know, because it's almost a completely different mindset to be thinking about diff business in a, in a dig as a digital business is thinking about it in a completely different way. It's not what we're trained on or that we grow up with. So what does it take for a CEO, the CIO, or this group of people to come together and think, okay, we're going to do it differently. We're, we're creating this digital business. What is the starting point for that? Because there are a lot of businesses that are the bricks and mortar, that are the old mindset of being educated what business is. So how do you transition to be that dynamic 
um, digital business. How does that happen? So we've got one we've got one client, and what they're doing is that they're completely they've got a, a bunch of they they picked five what they call change makers in their organization. Um, and what they're doing is that they're completely reassessing the sales and marketing process. They know it's broken, but they don't know how and why it's broken. And what they're doing is that they've broken it down and they're, they're going out and they're looking at different methods. And, and we're helping them with this. Now, you know, what we do is a, um, what we do is about so social empowerment. But they see but that what they've seen is that the fact that they know that, they, that they've read and they know that they need to be um, digital. And therefore, what they're doing is completely reassessing the process. There's an adult conversation going on. Um, whereas quite often what you see are people are basically saying, I'm, this is my stuff. I want to keep it. Um, you know, we go, we, you know, we can go into organizations and you know, most organizations, once they start being digital, they don't need to pay for Google, Google ads. You know, you don't need to pay, you, you know, if you if you empower your HR team with social and digital, you don't need to pay for recruitment consultants. You don't need to pay for advertising for recruitment because you get the people you you, you can become the employer of choice. You don't need to, to offer people a four day week. You can still offer people a five day week because of the fact that people actually see you as an organization, see you out on digital and say, that's the company I want to work for, because the modern job hunter, unless They've just been laid off and they need to get a job. But the job hunter that says, I want to come and work with an organization and I want to work there for five or 10 years, the same as the modern buyer. What they're doing is that they're looking, they're going online and they're looking at the CEO. They're looking at the, you know, where's your culture? You know, I was talking to a big company recently and they said, we can't understand it. We can't get anybody. I said, why not? They said, we've got, we've got women's groups. We've got diversity training. We've got diversity groups. We've got, um, black people that are, um, are promoting diversity internally. We've got, we were, you know, disabled. Did it, you know, you know, we're doing all these things, but we can't get anybody. I said, do you tell anybody about it? They said no. I said, what well, if you're not, if you if you're not telling, you know, it's great having it all internally, and I think it's great that you you've got all those things because it's great that you're promoting and bringing everybody on board. It's it's a it's it's you know what you're being is inclusive. But if you're not going out and externalizing that, you know, the moment that you externalize that culture and say, you know, you know, we, you know, we, here's a tech company. We welcome black people coming to work for us. You would get black people applying because I bet you don't get any at the moment. And, and, and it's like so immediately what you're going to do is that you're going you, you change the. You change the the, the 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 sphere of influence of the business. You get people wanting to work there. You got people wanting to 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 buy from you. It 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 just it just changes things so much. And the three things are having great LinkedIn, having a great presence on social media, a presence not about you. Well, some of it is about you because what I do, Janice, when I connect with you, I connect with you. I know you, Janice, because I know you. It's about having a network, having a, a digital territory. So, so you're whether it's you're in sales or whether you're in HR, it's about making sure that you're connected. Someone I had a call earlier today, and they said you seem to be everywhere. Well, not really. I just built, spent a couple of years building a network. Um, and the third thing you need is content, not brochures and not the rubbish that that, that marketing's creating. This is about you creating content, authentic content. You know, think about the things, the business issues that 
are impacting on your um, customers and write about them. You know that you're an expert. You know, in B2B, we're all experts of what we sell. You know, when we the first thing we do when we come on a call with a new client is, you know, I've been in this market for five years and I know you you know that you're an expert um, and you, you spend your time becoming that. And that's what people are looking for. They're looking for people that have that expertise. So Namos, who are an Oracle uh, reseller, um, the CEO told me a story. It was actually on my podcast. And um, they had a, a person and who's you know, a buyer who's online, on LinkedIn, looking for a solution to a problem. Found the salesperson and said, can you help me? And, the, you know, there's a standard conversation that was been going on for 20 or 30 years between the customer and, and that. That turned into a $2.6 million deal. They've just taken another half a million out of them. Now, you know, this isn't, this. you know, you can get, you know, $100, $1,000 deals, but there's people doing big deals on, on social media. And if, and if you're not doing it, you're leaving that money on the table massively. And, and I see these people that are cranking out these cold calls on that, or what they're doing is that they're tinkering around the edges. Oh, we'll put, we'll get someone in to, to, to talk about LinkedIn for two hours. Won't make any change. This is the biggest the, the biggest industrial change that's taken place in the last 100 years. And I can tell you a two-hour um, talk about LinkedIn will not make a change. You know, you need to be thinking about a methodology, a way of working, and a way of empowering your people. And and for some people, that that's scary because it means that they're going to go on social media and say things. But, yeah. but, 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 and, and, but, but that's the way it is today. You know, you, you know, you either do that or you ain't going to be in business. You know, we're going to see a massive shakeout over the next five years where people have decided, we're seeing it right now where, you know, there's one of my friends said to me, he said, I'm five years away from retirement. I don't want to get involved in this social stuff. My management's trying to get me to create some content. So I'm going to, so he changed jobs. So he went to a place where they're, they're analog and they're, and he said, I'm going to sit this out until um, uh, until I retire. And, and and what you're seeing is this 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 convergence of analog and digital and the analog companies. You know, may, maybe some of them are profitable, um, but the digital the digital companies are the ones that are going to survive. And there's going to be a massive shakeout over the next um, five years as, you know, we've had all these things. Covid's hit us. The war in um, Ukraine's hitting us, the cost of living crisis, prices, supply chain, all of these things are going to have an impact. And it's it's always going to be the digital people that are going to win. So, so Timothy, do you feel with all of these challenges and changes, we've just gone through COVID, the, the war in Ukraine, um, the fact that buyers are way ahead of where many sellers are, there's so many, you know, technological changes do you feel positive about the industry, the sales industry, the relationship it has, um, or do you are you concerned about the way things are moving forward, the pace of change, and you know whether we will continue to be competitive? Because these are our customers, aren't they? Even the ones that are you know remaining in analog, if they're not moving, then we don't have an opportunity to help to to modernize. So. I'm interested what you think. You I, I think that I think that we're we're into the golden age of selling. I think that um, this is a great opportunity to, to salespeople. You know, we've always talked about sales as being 
a profession which is equivalent to lawyers or, or you know, or bankers. You know, we um, many of us, like myself, are, are are proud of the professionalism that we provide as salespeople, and 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 what we have here is that is that golden age of, in effect, being able to help people, because because that's what buyers are looking for, especially in the the B two B space. You know, they may they may be looking for something that they haven't bought before. And what they're looking for is someone that can help them, that, that they can they can know, like and trust. And that and and, and that that that's a wonderful thing. Um so yeah, I'm 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 very upbeat. Um so, some organizations just won't get it. And 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 but that's always been the case. You know, during the last industrial revolution, there were that you know, companies went to the war because they didn't invest into the in in the the new ways of working as part of that industrial revolution revolution and companies have always fallen by the wayside over the over time it, it's just a it's kind of the circle of life for business um but those that invest in digital and actually understand and empower um i mean from what we're seeing you know there's this this the sky's the limit yeah yeah, I did a, um, a, a keynote a couple of months ago talking about frictionless um, businesses and uh, I did a straw poll of the audience of salespeople, whether they think the sales process is, is dead, as I think. And it was really interesting. People were reluctant to um, vote because they kind of like had an inkling of it, but they didn't know what would replace it. So there was a real kind of struggle in in you know, my view is just to, you need to throw it out and um, look at the impact you want to have on the customer. Start with the buyer in mind, be really customer centric and build back your process based think, on, on that. So I think, what's your view? I think there's a, um, there's a lot of starting with the customer in mind, it, it sometimes can come across as a bit of a cliche. But in fact, that's it's what we're doing is that we're solving problems. We've always done that. That's that's actually nothing new. And all we're doing is what we need to. All we're doing is saying there's a problem, right? Um, right, I'm, right. You don't know what I'm that I can solve that. Now I can do two things. I can ring you up and say I can solve it, and they and and the natural reaction to that will always be go away because actually it's a it's a psychological condition of humans. Not it's a fight or flight. The moment that you that you get it so so um what so what you're doing is that you're if if I've got a great profile uh, on online therefore you go that looks interesting so don't don't forget your LinkedIn profile is a shop window to 850 million people and 850 million people walk past it every day and some will go do you know that looks interesting or I wouldn't touch that person with a barge pole the next thing is to make sure that you're connected to people and that isn't sending them spamming messages. This is about having, you know, what we sell in B2B requires a conversation. So what we need to do is have conversations. So being on LinkedIn is a bit like being at a networking event where we go up to someone and say, hey, Janice, I haven't seen you for ages. So what are you up to? Have you been on holiday? Oh, wow. Isn't it? I've seen your photos on Instagram. Isn't it great how you, you seem to be on holiday all the time? Uh, and, and, you know, it's a conversation. It's not about pitching or, hey, buy my product because it's great because everybody says that um the current the current um the current thing on um linkedin at the moment is that people connect with you and say i'm thinking of, of putting a pitch deck together 
would you have review it with me and it's like no you're just trying to sell me something please please don't insult my intelligence um and then the third thing you need is the content and the content is about your way of saying i understand these business issues um so you know what you know one of the things that um one of the, I, so I, my blog that I was going out today is about why organizations need to have a social media department because social media t- today is kind of hidden in a cupboard in marketing somewhere. And actually, there's some great things that you can get from social media because I kind of alluded that to that over this discussion. And that needs to come that needs to sit somewhere in organization. It could sit with the board. Um, it could sit within a particular department or a digital department. But the fact of the matter is, it's trying to. I write, I write the article, and then someone will go, "Do you know? I hadn't thought about that. That's really interesting." Oh, and and then and and you know, and I get people contacting me and go, "Do you know that article?" Now I do a lot of articles, so I don't know which one they're talking about. And they say it says, and it will say this. And it's what's really interesting is the way that just, when you write something, how it resonates. And this is about finding, you know, what the, you're the expert, right? whether it's telco oil and gas whatever you know what the business issues are and if you don't go to a customer and say i need to write some content tell me what your business issues are and they'll tell you and then you've got content and 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 it's a it's an ongoing process um it's an ongoing process of showing that showing that you're the expert and what you do is so i post every day on linkedin so every day my people go oh look there's tim hughes at social selling Oh, it's Tim Hughes at social selling. It's Tim Hughes at social selling. Of course, when they want to do some social selling, what do they do? There's that Tim Hughes guy, isn't it? I always see it every day on my LinkedIn process. We'll give them a call. Mm. And and you know, they know, like, and trust me, I'm connected to them. And I'm and I'm there and it's you know, it, it's it's there constant. I don't need to be scamming or trying to get on number one on Google. I can do that because actually my my the people that are searching, we know are actually on social media more than actually on google so what's happening is you've built the relationship you, you you're connecting to people you're having conversations they know who you are when it comes for them to buy you're there you're there mm. you're front of mind mm. um and i'm just giving that a, that's a very simplistic way of describing it um you know there's more detail in, involved in that which is what we do when we, we we explain and we teach people and coach people around this but it, it is a it, it when you say to people, you know, I use in, in blogs. So I, I I have this this thing in, in my, one of my blogs where I say, tomorrow I could, you know, you got a target account. Tomorrow I can meet you in the foyer. I've got a card to get you in. We can come in. We can go to the um, department where you where you want to sell, and I can walk you around and I can introduce you to everybody in that department. You can build a relationship with them. We can then go to the boss and you can go and have a conversation with them as well. Wouldn't you want to do that? And not do it in a way where people say, sod off. Yeah. Do it in and a way no where... There's no gatekeeper. Yeah, there's no gatekeeper. I can, there's no gatekeeper. I can... I know, what, and it's literally what we do when we teach people how to socialize. We will... Li- you can literally walk... So you can go into a competitor. You know, we teach people to go into their competitors and basically come up and, and basically connect to all the people and then take the account of people. Because it is actually it 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 is that simple, but but it does mean that you need to do some work. Because but isn't that's what sales about? Sorry, Janet. yeah, and you can only take the account of people if the account is not happy. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, but but you know, I can you know we can go in and we can we're working with a um, large 
PC type company, and they're, they, they're doing it in their competitive accounts. So what we're doing is that we're basically get, getting them and saying, right, this is how you connect to all the people. This is how you build relationships and have conversations with all these people. And then when, as you know, in 18 months time, when the big uh, contract comes up, um, you're going to be on the shortlist at least. And then it's down to your, you know, I will have connected you to all the people. You will have had all those conversations. You're going to be on the shortlist. And then it's down to your ability as sales to sales execute. And you'll win the account because yeah. you'll know more people and have more conversations and they'll go company, you know, company A doesn't know us. Company B, I see all their stuff all the time. Yeah. I, I, and this is happening. Um, and this is this is for real. And if, if you're not doing and if, if if you're watching this and you're not doing this, you are behind and you yeah. need to catch up. And you know that the beauty is. The, the fundamentals don't change in building relationships, no like trust. But it's just the, the modem, the methodology has changed slightly. It's only slightly in the mindset to actually want the willingness to do it as, as, as well. This has been absolutely fascinating. I, I love talking with you and I haven't even got to, you know, like the the music, the, uh, you know, kind of like the, um, I know one of your, your loves, uh, LP and your, your digital, um, record shop and all of that side of things. So, you know, we'll go another three years, perhaps less than that. And we'll have to do this a, a, again, Tim, but thank you so much for being a guest oh, wow. on scale. Hold your book up because I'm certainly going to get, it's, it's the yellow version. The yellow version, I'm certain, because there's so much more. <laughs> uh, so thank you for being a guest on Scale Yourself. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Scale Yourselves podcast. If you like this discussion, feel free to listen to other episodes or watch the caption show on YouTube and subscribe to future episodes. I would really appreciate it if you would leave a positive review on iTunes. Thank you.